Welcome to Stash Chats, the sewing podcast that unpicks sewing room secrets and celebrates crafty collections. I'm your host, Yvette, co-founder of sewing organizer app Stash Hub, and I'm on a mission to help you fall in love with your stash. Each episode, I'm joined by a different member of the sewing community to chat about their unique stash, personal sewing journey, and what inspires them. This episode, I'm joined by Joy, who shares all about her small but perfectly formed stash. Joy's stash contains only 10 fabrics, which are all beautifully colour coordinated for a cohesive wardrobe. This episode is a must listen if you're in the process of curating your own fabric collection, as Joy gives us some top tips for how to organise your stash. So how are you doing, Joy? I am okay, thank you. I have, I have had a day, so I apologise in advance if my, my spicy little brain is a bit mushy, so I'll probably, it'll take me ages to think of answers to anything, but it's good, we're all, we're here, that's the important thing. Spiciness and mushiness is definitely like the Halloween season, it's that's like true. all what? I'm mushy like a pumpkin that's been left out too long. <laughs> Adam so says they needed Halloween tree as well. Oh, yeah. I mean, I kind of didn't really know that they weren't a thing. I just did it thinking it wasn't that original, but apparently no one else has a Halloween tree. <laughs> joy. Well, I feel like otherwise you get the tree out for one month of the year. You may as well adorn it. Well, for this, everything. Is, this is the tricky thing, though, because it's like, do I, I have it up for October with my little pumpkins and ghosts on, but then do I leave it up for November? Because then it's up for a quarter of the year, and that feels like a lot. <laughs> I mean, I feel like, yeah, go for it. Embrace the tree. I'll take that. Oh, but last fantastic. year, I think, I think I decided I was going to put it away for November and get it back out for Christmas, and then I never got it out for Christmas again because I couldn't be bothered. Maybe we need to, like, make a theme of November as That's well. That's true. I could do, like, sewing, a sewing yeah. theme and put little threads and stuff on it for November. That would be cute. You could like re repurpose all of your empty thread spools into little decorations. Um, I mean, Juniper might have something to say about that because they're her favourite toys. Because she's not allowed to play with ones with thread on, obviously, for danger reasons. So as soon as there's an empty one, that goes for her. And they're, they're probably all littered under the pieces of furniture in my office where she's just swiped them. <laughs> So do you want to give us a little introduction about you, Joy, about like what yeah. you like to sew and just generally about yourself? Hello. Uh, as you've probably gathered, um, my name is Joy. Um, so I used to run Pink Coat Club, a pin and label business, and now I am just me, basically. So my, my Instagram is a bit of a mishmash of sewing and other crafts. Um, so I live in Cambridgeshire with my boyfriend and my cat, who I was hoping was going to join us today, but I don't think she is. She's sitting outside the door sulking. Um, but I put I put her little chair, her favourite chair here, and I hope she comes and joins us. Um, so when I started sewing, I mostly used to sew dresses and lots of novelty prints and stuff. And my taste has changed a bit since then. And so now it is a bit of a Sunday joke amongst the people I talk to the most about sewing that all I sew now is shirts. Just everything is a shirt. <laughs> um, yeah, so hence obviously why well, I'd say this is a blouse rather than a shirt. That's, that's a definite difference. Um, so is it a blue that you're wearing? It is, yes. I was going to wear something with pumpkins on, but then I thought I'd probably just disappear into the <laughs> mass of <laughs> behind me. So, love sewing shirts, beautiful collar detail, says Adam. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, Do you yeah, find... I felt like 
it would it would be a bit much with the so we, I don't know if you can see but it's got like little tiny mushrooms on it and I thought it would be too much with the mushrooms there but I realize it really does look a bit like prairie-ish <laughs> with the white collar embracing the trend yeah. I was I was originally going to embroider mushrooms on it but that didn't happen that would be cute there's always time there's always time yeah maybe a mushroom enamel pin would be quicker yeah also I, like, I get I get really scripty when I talk, so I will be chugging. <laughs> oh, great! I think everyone needs a reminder to get hydrated as I, well. So I am the friendly neighbourhood hydration reminder. I just whenever it's hot because I drink so much, I just message everyone that I know doesn't like reminder to drink water. <laughs> Silly cucumber. <laughs> <laughs> Can't be a very good cucumber if you've not got any water exactly. in you. So. Exactly. Oh, yeah. oh. Like really hot. Why is it hot? It's the pressure of the live. The live I don't know if I've ever done a live before, so this is uh, exciting. Well, I feel like after the after the rocky start, which happens every single time, then we're, we're going to because I would have been terrified. <laughs> I've done it wrong. I've got the wrong day. Everyone hates me. I'm going to bed. <laughs> no, we need to we need to know about your slash joy. Well. Uh, I thought, seeing as obviously that the whole shtick is quite how small it was, I would show off by being able to just hold the whole thing. <laughs> there we go. It was originally going to be on a chair next to me, but I've left the chair free for Juniper. So um, we'll hope she comes and joins us. And now it's like a nice thing for me to lean on. <laughs> yeah. So how many pieces of fabric are in your dash? Now, I feel like I kind of look like a children's TV presenter with my little chair in the corner, so we can count them together. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, I think, unless I miscounted. That would be embarrassing. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Yep, correct, ten. <laughs> and to be honest, one of those only arrived yesterday, <laughs> so... Up to a nice round number. Exactly, yeah, not too shabby. So yeah, we had uh, we had some questions in. So Neil uh, Saison said, uh, "Do you perhaps have a favourite colour?" I couldn't possibly say. Although to be honest, there's only three rust fabrics. I don't think that's too many. I mean, there's there's quite a lot of rust on here, and this is brown. And yeah, okay, yeah, for sure, it is rust. But the big thing is, it's like. Whenever I share a rust fabric or I make something in rust, people always say like, oh, your taste in colours has really changed. It's like, no, I, I always wore this colour. I just also wore a lot of pink. <laughs> and the balance has kind of shifted the other way now. And I now have very little pink. Did you, do, do you feel like you, you were tied to the pink because of Pink Coat Club? And you were like, well, pink's the brand, so I yeah. have to... I mean, I kind of was. And when I closed it, I kind of hated it. I just couldn't wear it at all. I, in fact, got rid of my pink coat. <gasps> I know. Now you're like the not pink slash no coat club. No, brown coat club. I mean, that sounds kind of depressing in a bit of <laughs> But yeah, so where, how, how do you like manage your stash? And do you feel like your stash is, you know, like a season's worth of projects, or you just sew them when you sew them? Like, That's how do you kind of plan? plan? Although I got very behind, like I felt like I had quite a manageable amount of things I needed to sew for summer. Although I didn't have like any shorts and like no short sleeve shirts and stuff. So I had what I thought was a manageable list of projects, and I'm now realizing that like. 
three of these, these fabrics were things I didn't sew in summer, <laughs> which was, um, so I made a white linen shirt and I've got a little bit left. So that's going to be a matching pair of shorts. And then I also had two lovely um, cotton jerseys from Sew Me Sunshine. So they were going to be the uh, Somar camisoles. And I ended up, I made a couple for pajamas. I like refashioned some pajamas I had just to like check the fit of it. So I kind of tweaked it and then made the second pair. And then I never got around to making the ones I was actually going to wear. Um, so, but most of these, they have plans to be sewn in the autumn and winter, but I don't know if they will. But that's kind of how I approach it is, you know, am I going to sew this in the next three, four months, whatever. So that's how you decide whether you're going to buy a fabric if you feel like you've actually got time to make it. Yeah, because I, I feel like my taste changes a bit. And like, if I buy something with a project in mind, it's more, the longer it's in my stash, the more likely that is to change. So I do try and yeah, stick to that. Like, am I going to sew it for like this season or the next season? Um, and also, yeah, I, I also have a, a volume based stash management system, which is actually an incredibly not catchy acronym. I first used when I had a Calax, which I think is the like official um, fabric storage system. We actually don't have one in. Yeah, like IKEA to do like a discount for sewing community. Exactly. You so should. Do you, do you have you have yours in a Calax, don't you? I've got mine in a pack, oh. which is an IKEA. Oh, fancier. <laughs> nice. Uh, so I used to have a Calax, and I think I had two two things what my fabric was in but I'm now I don't know if you can really see I've now just got one drawer and that's what everything fits in and then there's one below it which has like scraps and stuff so leftovers from projects and like little bits of jersey and stuff that I use for neckbands um so that is kind of my loose rule is like if it fits in the drawer I can have it and if it doesn't then nope <laughs> yeah I think that's quite a good system as well because it means that you don't just like end up overflowing like it's like having a budget, but the space is the, is the yeah, limit. Yeah, well, I feel like I do also have a budget in terms of like not having a huge amount of money to spend on fabric. And I also am a bit of a sucker for nicer fabric as well. So if I, so I don't actually buy many pieces, but then I'll tend to buy fabric that's a little bit nicer. So it's like, I might only buy like six pieces of fabric in the whole year, but I know that they're like really nice ones that I will wear and love. Although saying that, I actually, I think about half the fabric I bought this year has been from D-Stashes, so it has been quite cheap, which is nice. The bonus. Yeah. So have you always had such a compact stash? I know we mentioned your two Calax boxes. Yeah, I think, I think it's, it's always been quite small. I think probably by its own community standards, I think that that is quite small. Um, but I definitely wasn't as like intentional with it when I started sewing because I didn't really know you know, what fabric to use for what projects. I didn't know which fabrics I actually liked sewing and wearing. Viscose, I hate you, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> um, so I would just kind of buy stuff with sort of wild abandon without projects in mind. Um, and I just didn't really, yeah, I didn't think about it as much like the composition and how I was gonna care for it and how environmental it was. Um, and yeah, I used to, we used, had like a little, obviously I live, far, far away from the man outside Sainsbury's, sadly. Um, but we did used to have our own little um, St. Ives version, which was, I, I think he said he used to run a theatre company or something crazy. So it was the, it was called like Barney the Bolt. So in the extremely unlikely scenario that there is anybody else from this neck of the woods on here, they may know Barney the Bolt. Um, but he used to have fabrics from like 50p a metre. 
Um, oh, so wow. I had absolutely loads of that and it was mostly crap. <laughs> <laughs> it's good for like twirls or like when you're first exactly. learning though. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, and I used to chop up a lot of um, bed sheets and stuff um, when I was learning, which is very handy because everything I made was terrible. <laughs> So yeah, the, the that does actually lead on to this good question that we got from Sewing Sensation, who said, uh, "Do you like choose the fabrics based on the like fiber content first, or do you gravitate more towards like the colors and the prints?" I would say probably my my order goes color, which is rust. So I've actually seen, I think I've just seen that Harriet from Sewing Sunshine has just joined. So her new filtering system on the website is an absolute dream because basically I go on it and I filter by, I think it's orange rather than rust. And then I filter by cotton and linen. And then I just look and I'm like, here's my little perfect curated little bundle of fabrics to shop from. Um, and actually I think, I think all of the rust fabrics here might be from her. Um, so yeah, I would say it's probably the color that attracts me most, although I try not to go completely overboard on rust fabrics because I do already have quite a few. Um, but yeah, definitely fabric composition. So I realized a while ago, I actually really hate sewing with viscose, um, because I just don't have the patience for slippery fabrics. And also they just get, I feel like I managed to crease clothes more than the average person. I think probably because I have terrible posture. So I'm always like slumped and it's all crazy crumpling around my waist which drives me mad um yeah so and I do I tend to buy with a project in mind as well even if it's just like a shirt it's always a shirt uh, a long sleeve shirt or a short sleeve shirt or maybe even a jacket um so yeah so and then oh yeah the only other exception to that is like I buy a meter of jersey for a, a short sleeve t-shirt because I generally know I can get that out of that which is very handy for I think you may be able to just be able to see it this amazing bat fabric was one of my other newest ones from um, Hey So Sister. I put a thing in stories saying like, oh, you know, help me think of something more exciting to make than a t-shirt. And I ended up making a t-shirt. Well, I haven't made it yet. But my plan is to make a t-shirt. Because <laughs> I'm not very, good, not very inventive. I, I like what I like and I tend to stick with it. But also there's a reason why t-shirts are like a wardrobe staple. They're just like so easy to wear. Exactly. And I feel like um, I got like super into sewing t-shirts maybe like three years ago. But like the style of t-shirts I made then is not really what I would choose to wear now. I still wear them because I like the fabrics, but they're like, I don't know, they're just all like weirdly a little bit too short and they're like, the, the sleeves are really short. I don't know why I thought that was that was my desired t-shirt sleeve length at the time. So I'm kind of very slowly uh, building up a collection of t-shirts that feel a bit more like the style I want now. And then I can always um, refashion the old ones into like so more camisoles for pajamas or baby leggings is another one that stuff I don't wear gets turned into. Sophie says, how did you work out which colors to focus on says so she loves them all ah thanks um so it's just the colors that make me happy like i just get such a big dopamine hit from autumn colors as you can probably tell um i would love to get my colors done i feel like i was talking about this with some was that when we were at the semi sunshine birthday party were we talking about getting colors done I was talking I about it with someone. Um, on getting your colours done at the moment. I feel like everyone's doing it right. So I would like to do it, but also I would be really sad if they told me to wear colours that I don't like because I don't like many colours. <laughs> so I, I do try and stick to a little bit of a colour palette because otherwise I find that I just make stuff that doesn't go together. Yeah. Um, 
so yeah, lots of rusts, lots of mustards, but then I also uh, love a bit of brown and a bit of navy, and I do have some slightly lighter blues as well, and I feel like they mostly all go together, which is handy. <laughs> well, that probably helps like keep the size of your stash down as well, because then exactly. everything in the capsule um, that you don't, so you don't have to buy other fabric just to go with one other rogue thing that you bought. Yes, yeah, and the other thing was that I would just make patterned and printed everything, like bottoms and tops, and I know some, some people can pull that off, but I always just felt like a bit of a wally doing it. So it wasn't, what well, not my journey, as the kids say. <laughs> um, so I did have, I had a period where I, I only allowed myself to buy plain fabrics, which did work quite well. Um, I've got quite a few patterns of snuck in now, but I feel like I've now got a slightly better balance. Yeah, I feel like a very, very specific, like fabric restriction can actually be really helpful because at one point I gave myself a ban of buying any blue fabric. So I I'm, a bit, blue fabric. <laughs> I'm a bit like you know, with the rust where I was just, like any fabric. I was just like, oh my gosh, I need this. But then I, I was like, right, I've got so much blue fabric. My whole wardrobe is blue. I'm just going to, I'll buy whatever I want as long as it's not blue. And then I found I just wasn't buying anything. <laughs> I'm now trying to think all the like fabrics I can think of that are like the most you ones that you've sewn have been blue. Like obviously the beautiful retro um floral with the blue background that was in your reel you shared the other day which was actually a fabric that i owned as well and i held on to it for years because i loved the print so much but i did finally let it go because i was like i'm not gonna sew this it's got it's got that, those autumnal tones in it as well it so. adds, yeah with blue so it's like it's the the perfect the perfect color combo for me yeah i feel like now that reel's done so well i really need to sew that fabric up before oh, i want to get Imagine how much we'll love it uh, when you're actually wearing it as a garment, not just draping it over yourself. <laughs> the in inexplicable powers of Instagram. Oh, God love it. I, I realised a while ago, I think I was looking for a particular old reel, and like one of my older ones randomly had got like 200,000 views on Facebook, and I was like, this is arguably one of the worst reels I've ever made. <laughs> Like, it was really boring. <laughs> it was just me taking a ready-to-wear dress and cutting it into a top. Imagine, like, 200,000 people, like, watching you do something, though. It's insane. And, and I was like, oh, I look like such a dork in it as well. Because I was, like, standing there like, this looks stupid. <laughs> yeah, I feel like you just have to, like, just suck it up I for reals and just do whatever like if you feel embarrassed it shows so you just have to like go all out it totally does like i don't realize actually how rarely i'm like my face is in a reel that i make because i make so many like hand crafty ones now that when it comes to me being in it i'm like i don't know how to face <laughs> it's like can, can i stop motion my own face <laughs> Genius! I love that. I, I was trying to film, so I've, just, I've actually just written a blog post for Semi Sunshine, so I was trying to get some video footage of that, and like, I was like, I will go to the most secluded place I can think of, and some man still walked past and was like, asking me what I was doing. <laughs> I was so embarrassed. Uh, that's funny. So, what's your latest project that you've just finished then? Um, so it is actually the Jessie tee, which I think, have you just sewn that or you've just cut it out from your amazing Trek fabric as well? So that is what I was going to make with the, with the bats, but believe it or not, I have had bad luck 
with a basic boxy tea pattern before naming no names and it looked terrible on me and i'd use really expensive fabric so i just used a um i think it was from a d sash actually it's like a kind of hound's toothy check fabric um just to check that i liked it which i did so that is finished i can grab it if you like yeah go i was gonna it. wear it but i changed my mind because it looked a bit boring got to really like get the shirt vibes out so you can show your collar sewing enthusiasm i actually hate sewing collars they're really hard so i just like wearing them so there we go nice oh i like that i feel like yeah. got it, i was worried it would strobe a bit on camera but yeah it's quite cool isn't it i have no idea where it's from um so yeah, that is what I've sewn. I sewed at the weekend, so I will hopefully get my bat version sewn up this weekend as well. Nice. So you'll be all ready for Halloween well, then for your like exactly. So I bought I bought another Halloween fabric from Hazel Sister last year, and I never sewed it for Halloween. So when I bought the bats, Georgie was like, "You've got to sew them. You've got to sew them." <laughs> um, the fabric you bought from Georgie. I do. It is possibly the most joy fabric that's ever existed so i love that it's actually got a pink background so it's a bit of a nod to the pink co club days and then it's got little rust and mustard rainbows and daisies and cats and bats and cobwebs and mushrooms ah oh, it's just a dream so this i was originally trying to think of something a little bit quicker to so so I could get this sewn up this month too, but I realised like the heart wants what it wants, and this wants to be an archer shirt. So even if I don't actually finish it until November, that will probably be my next project on the list after the bats. Exciting. Yeah. So we had another question in from from Sophie about have you got any tips for your uh, journal that you make? So like for your journaling of your stash. Here's one I made earlier. <laughs> I did have it handy because I thought this may, might come up. So I started this I think last year and I got like really into it and then I just kind of stopped writing projects in it um, and I kept telling myself oh I had to catch up before I could write the new ones in and it got to like June this year and I thought I don't want to do that I don't care I can't even remember what I sewed like it's pointless so I kind of I restarted it so I made like a new cover page and I made new stash pages and stuff because I really didn't like the writing I'd done on the old ones it's silly but since then I have been a bit better at using it so you can see more pictures on my Instagram so I have like some simple pages at the front so this is where I put like my finished project. I've just realised, is it probably backwards to you? Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I list my finished project. So even if I don't actually write anything else up, I know what I made and when, so I can then come back to it. And I do, I do tend to get a bit behind with actually doing the project pages, but they're, they're actually really nice to do when I kind of want to do something creative, but I maybe don't have the energy to sew. Um, so I tend to do these in the evening or at the weekends. Um, so I would say the main tip for doing it is just not put pressure on yourself. Like if you're not enjoying it and you don't want to do it, then don't do it because you don't need to. <laughs> um, and I tend to, because I know that I won't write it up for a little while, I tend to scribble some notes on my phone or actually quite often just on the pattern piece <laughs> as I'm making it. So I'll make a note of like any adjustments I did. Um, any errors I did, although those tend to haunt me, so I remember them. <laughs> um, and then a thing I've started doing um, since I restarted it is I've got a little section I do, so if I learnt a new skill when I did it. So 
the Archer shirt I sewed in like January, I think. Oh, April. I think it took me like three months. Um, it was the first time I'd done a traditional shirt collar. And yeah, so I like quite often I'll like write all the blurb about it, but I won't have done the uh, photo page. And at the moment I've just got like some placeholders. Um, but yeah, so an another cool tip I found, because I love the little um, in like graphics that people do on Instagram where you have, you overlay like the line drawing with the fabric. Yeah. So I've done like a kind of weird paper version of that. I don't know how well you can see. Um, so I got these transparent post-it notes and I drew the line drawing on that and then I laid it over the fabric, which I thought was quite that's funny. Really yeah. yeah, that's great. I love your idea of writing down things you've learned as well because yeah. it can be so difficult to like appreciate how much you've progressed in your sewing. Exactly, yeah, for sure. Oh, I feel like the staff, I did share a picture earlier, but I feel, feel like the staff fabric stash page is probably the most relevant one as well. So when I originally started this, I thought that the fabric would make it super bulky. So I did like photos of it, but it was really annoying to keep up with because I just never got around to doing it. So I, yeah, I switched back to doing like proper fabric swatches now. And you can feel them as well, which is fine. It's quite nice to be able to actually feel this a bit more yeah. tactile and a bit more. Yeah, my stash is so small that it doesn't make it super bulky anyway. <laughs> so that's fun. Yeah, exciting. Well, everyone who's watching, do let us know if you've got any more questions in the chat. Um, yeah, so how do you feel about your stash, Joy? Do you think like, yes, this is like how I want my stash to be? Are you like inspired I mean, by it? Pretty much. I feel a bit bad because like <laughs> loads of people see, like I quite often see people with big stashes feeling really guilty about it, which I absolutely don't think you should do. If it's stuff you like and you're going to use it and it makes you happy, then you do you. But yeah, for me, I think my stash is like, it's pretty much spot on. I feel like it's a good representation of what I sew and what I wear and how fast I sew, to be honest, because when I did have more fabrics, I just found it like really overwhelming and stressful, like all the choices. Whereas now I look at it and I'm like, I'm, I basically know what every fabric is going to be. I kind of know ideally what season I'll make it or I'll have it made for. Um, and yeah, I tend to have kind of like a list in my head anyway of like when I'm going to make stuff. So I usually plan like one or two projects ahead. Um, so yeah, that's for me, it's, it feels pretty spot on. I think it takes up a good amount of space. It makes me happy. I, yeah. <laughs> Go me. Not to be smug or anything. <laughs> Not to my own horn, but my stash is a bit. No. <laughs> Just cute, isn't it? Every yeah, single I do, because it's like, it's just in this drawer and I have everything. So it's sort of like the Marie Kondo method. So it's all like um, lined up. I do sometimes just open it and look at it because it's pretty and it makes me happy. Oh, oh we have a really nice comment from Harriet uh, from So Me Sunshine. She says, Aww. how come you are both so amazing fangirling watching you both? Nah. Thanks, how's it happened? Both massive fans of Harriet and Somi Sunshine as well. So yeah, was that the last time we saw each other? Was at Harriet's studio when you helped me choose the fabric for my next blog the post. Liberty, yes. Ooh, I'm excited. I'm excited. I, I was going to wear that because it felt very fitting, but um, I've actually already worn it this week and it's in the wash. So we've got a question from Stitch and Star by Nadia. Do you have many patterns? And do you have a favourite pattern? So I feel like I've done like a 
proper break, bring and bring and tell? No, show and tell. So I do actually have my patterns here with me because I do not have very many. So I have this cute little box that I think I got a parcel in, um, and that is all my paper patterns in there, uh, which is not very many. I think there's maybe like 10 or something in there. Um, I think I mentioned a bit earlier on, but like my style changed quite a lot, and I had loads of like dress patterns and stuff I just wasn't going to make so I did get rid of quite a lot of them um and then I have about three of these kind of folders with like little plastic pockets in so I have yeah different ones for different types of patterns um but to be honest I don't make a lot of different patterns <laughs> I'm a bit of a creature of a habit and like I'm very happy to to just have like the same shirt in like three different prints um, and I think that's probably how I kind of juggle the buying slightly more expensive fabric is that I actually don't buy very many patterns and like once I've altered something to fit then I'm like I'm not gonna buy another pattern and bother twirling that and altering it when I know I've got one that I like here um, and it's just so easy to kind of mi mix things up once you've got a base that you know you like you can kind of do all sorts of things to it to make it look cool and fun and interesting so not to just plug it again but <laughs> my blog post that's uh, coming out for Sony Sunshine soon that is basically me making yet another hack of a free pattern um, and just kind of showing how you can make it look completely different which I think is always fun to do that's probably one of my favorite things to do with sewing I think so I don't actually know if I have a favorite pattern that that is probably one of them so that is the fabric store Paula workwear jacket so I have made one jacket version but I've also made like three or four shirt versions of it as well and I don't know why it just seems to fit me better than any other pattern that's supposed to be a shirt <laughs> so it looks a bit like the Helen's Closet Gilbert top which I've made and it, I don't know why it just doesn't fit me like I end up with this sort of weird bagginess here um, whereas that just fits me so much better um, this is probably another favorite so this is the um, Nina Lee Bakerloo um, I like it because I, I am a lover of shirts but I feel like this is something a little bit different but it's still really nice and easy to wear and super comfy and the frill is fun even if I hate sewing it um and then I do like the archer shirt I did not I'll be honest enjoy sewing it because it was very hard <laughs> but I do I love that that's probably like my favorite style of shirt to wear so I have quite a few ready to wear ones that are that kind of sort of semi-masculine style so yeah those probably those three are my faves so you good at re like resisting the hype when new patterns come out then I try. I do every so often succumb. And to be honest, if I buy a pattern when it launches, I honestly don't know if I actually get around to sewing it. I feel like that happens quite a lot. I'm trying to think what I've done that with recently. Um, so I did actually buy the Friday Pattern Company Donny shirt when it came out. And I do like that. And I will sew it. I just haven't got around to it yet. <laughs> um, so actually, yes, maybe, maybe one of the fabrics in my stash could become a Donny. Um, They'll definitely work in a linen, so yeah. you're good. Yeah, although I haven't actually, I think the only linen I've got is the little, little tiny bit of white linen left to make some shorts. Um, I have, it's a lot of, it's, it's actually a lot of kind of wintry fabrics in there at the moment, which is good. These are <laughs> too, so yeah. when, when the weather gets the memo, you'll be all set. Exactly. Oh, amazing. So... I think we've basically covered anything. Is there anything else that you want to show us or tell us about? 
of anything. Oh, I will just show you because I think you, it probably got a bit lost in the stash, but I will just show you the my most recent fabric purchase because it's very exciting. Actually, this could be a Donny, couldn't it? So this yeah. was from the Bargello edit. So this was Nerissa's designs, which I just love it. It's such a cool color and it's, it's not picking up the brown very well, but I imagine you've all seen it now anyway. So yeah, that I think is probably... That one might be third on my list after my spooky fabrics because I'm very excited to say that. Um, and then I will show you, I will just show you what I think is probably my most bargain fabric purchase ever. Well, every which is two, two meters of this vintage houndstooth. It's like a really, really tiny, tiny brown houndstooth. And I got this on eBay for £10. <laughs> Wow. I bought it in the summer. <laughs> so that is a pro tip for buying secondhand fabrics is, although it's kind of contrary to my belief of buying things in the season, you're going to sew them. It's like, if there is something that you want that's more expensive, buy it out of season. And also I don't buy wool new because I'm vegan. So that is another way I like to get around that. <laughs> Very cunning. So what are you thinking of making with that? So that has it's kind of changed a few times in my head but I think it probably will be a Friday pattern company Heather Blazer so I've not sewn that before and to be honest I have not sewn outerwear for a very long time so I might have to <laughs> make a toile or a practice or something um but I can't think of her screen name now Vic uh make making and books and making making a book something like that anyway she recently showed a picture of this amazing um matching set she got from a charity shop which was like an oversized wool blazer and a mini skirt and that was kind of what i had in mind for that if i have got enough fabric um and she just reminded me how much i want to make that when she shared the outfit the other day so yes hopefully that will be that will be coming soon i feel like i've probably i've probably given myself too much to sew before <laughs> winter yeah well at least you've got lots of inspiration, lots of stuff to keep you busy. Yeah. Harriet, you can swim oh, with yes, her. I think, I think Harriet bought this fabric as well. <laughs> yeah. Narissa was saying that there's some on Fabric Godmother now, so if you missed out. Yeah, yeah. she was. She shared some a post the other day about deciding whether she was going to make it limited edition or not. So yes, go and, go and have a look if you do want some, because I'm not sure we'll get those prints again. Yeah, very exciting. Well, thank you so much for joining us, Joy. It was really interesting to hear about your stash. And I think we've picked up a lot of really good tips as well. I like your volume storage, your sewing for the season, having plans. Yeah, loads of stuff. Yes, and of course, no shame to people with big sashes. I am not anti-stash, just for me. This, um, yeah, this works for me. I, I get, I'm, I'm a simple creature and I get overwhelmed very easily. So for me, I like to just kind of be able to visualize um, a few projects ahead. Yeah, well, I think that's the most important thing, just like figuring out what works best for you because it's so easy to like get caught up in like all the hype and the pressure in the community of like, you need to get this, you need to get this. But if you if you actually like think about what you know what makes me happy and you're like okay well feeling like I've got this humongous to do list <laughs> isn't what I hear uh, that what that's exactly it that was what like a bigger stash felt like to me it was just a huge to do list and I think as well with the kind of like we were talking earlier about when you kind of have the pressure of like when there's a new thing out and you really want it 
Um, so something I started doing, not just with fabric, but like generally, if I ever want to buy something is I just don't buy it straight away. And if I still want it in, you know, three days a week, a month, depending how big a purchase it is, then I buy it. And I find that generally does help a lot of impulse purchases and FOMO, um, which is very easy to get swept up in, I think. Yeah, definitely. Especially like with social media as well. Like yeah. You just like, I don't know, keep on top and keep up with everyone. But then sometimes it just gets a bit much and you need to like be like, what do I actually want? Like what, what's going on here? Absolutely. Well, thanks, Nadia. Thanks for watching. Thank you. Do you have anything else you would like to add? I always feel like I'm like, my brain tells me I should also ask you questions. But... <laughs> <laughs> it's like a job interview, you can't think of anything. I mean, in episode one, Sandeep was like, when are you talking about your stash? I was like, maybe that can be the, Chris the Christmas special. So Ooh, Sandeep yeah. me. <laughs> yes, I love it. That'd be great. <laughs> Brilliant. So thanks so much for joining us, Joy. I'm really excited for your Sony Sunshine blog post and see all of your new projects that you've made. Now we um, to make them. Thank you for listening to this episode. Please subscribe to Stash Chats wherever you listen to podcasts to tune in to more great conversations with the sewing community. If you're interested in organizing your own sewing stash, be sure to check out Stash Hub app, available on iOS, Android, and web. Links with more information about Stash Hub and the show notes for this episode can be found in the description.